Lately, Zomato has not just been giving investors sugar highs, it's been taking them on a whole roller coaster ride. One day we hear news that Zomato has massively reduced losses and the other day we hear of major sell-offs. Investors be like, "Main roon ya hasu?" And all of this started on the 23rd of July. Welcome back to Revolution Read On, a daily podcast where we break down one story from the world of business and finance. Click on the subscribe button to never miss an update from us. Here's your story for today. What was on the 23rd of July, you ask? Well, just the end of the lock-in period for Zomato's pre-IPO shareholders. Huh? You see, Zomato doesn't have any promoters. So, as a rule, pre-IPO investors had to hold on to their stake for a year. This is done to protect the interests of retail investors, basically regular folks like you and I. Right after an IPO, a company's stakes are usually high because there's a lot of fanfare about it going public. This obviously depends on the company. So, promoters or pre-IPO investors can usually make a quick buck by selling their stake at the time. Demand is high, so price of the stock is high and they get better returns. But these sell-offs bring down the stock's price. which is totally unfair to the regular folks who've put in their hard-earned money in the IPO so these pre-IPO folks have to wait a year when prices will be determined by market conditions and not just hype to sell their stake now call it coincidence or just fate this date came eerily close to zomato announcing its results and its results were just as yummylicious as its food the company managed to cut its losses by half yes it still made losses startups like zomato are expected to make at least some losses in the first few years of their functioning so investors saw this as a great new update and the stock price rose and this was sone pe suhaga for institutional investors who were waiting to cash out Institutional investors like Uber acquired shares when they were worth around twenty-two point four seven rupees, according to LiveMint's analysis. And here's a fun fact: Uber never bought Zomato's shares. The company got a nine point nine nine percent stake in the company when it sold Uber Eats to it. So even though Zomato was trading at around fifty-five rupees, much below its IPO price of seventy-six rupees, cashing out. meant at least a 2x profit for the company and this is cash uber could use right now to kick start the business after covid earlier this year the company had assumed a 707 million dollar loss from its investment in zomato so when it saw an opportunity to make money it jumped in Uber wasn't the only investor who cashed in on this opportunity. Moore Strategic Ventures also sold part of its stake, but sadly that was at a loss of 4 crore rupees. The company basically decided to cut its losses amid a huge sell-off pressure on the stock, but turned out to be on the losing end. Sometimes patience pays. Another major seller, Tiger Global. The VC fund also sold 2.34% or half its stake in Zomato when the company's shares were priced at around 50 rupees. It has acquired the stake at two different prices, 44.81 rupees and 58.20 rupees, which means it also kind of saw a profit. 
and this was a win the fund badly needed. Tiger Global has been having a bad year, witnessing losses worth over $17 billion after the tech startups it had bet on saw massive sell-offs. But while these institutional investors have breathed a heavy sigh of relief after offloading a stock that has plunged from its early highs, retail investors are still struggling under its burden. Will the common folk only be able to offload this stock by booking a loss? Well, no, because things are looking up for Zomato. Zomato has made a move into quick grocery delivery, a sector that's set to grow in the future with its acquisition of Blinkit. And while people are still skeptical about this merger, it shows a lot of promise and helps Zomato compete on an equal footing with its main rival, Swiggy. Jiske paas Insta Mart hai. With this acquisition, it has realized that just like a loaded Rajasthani thali, it has a lot on its plate. So, it is moving to a multi-CEO model. Each of its current offerings, Zomato, Blinkit, Hyperpure, which provides ingredients to restaurants, and Feeding India, an organization aiming to end hunger, will be headed by a different person. They will all come under one brand, Eternal. This will bring a lot of efficiency to the organization and could help it further cut down on losses. And studies have found that more than one CEO may actually be better. 60% of companies that had more than one CEO performed better. So these institutional investors could have missed out on bigger payouts later. In fact, Jeffries believes that Zomato's shares will go to 100 rupees while City is more optimistic, estimating they will hit 118 rupees. Now, we'll have to wait and watch who got the better end of the deal, retail investors or institutional investors. And with that, we come to the end of today's story. Thank you for listening to this episode of Revolution Read On. We'll be back with more tomorrow. <laughs>